0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening Podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening Podcast. I'm your host, R.U. own Mark Eastman. And with me as always is co host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And I'm going to adjust things a little. Uh oh. We're too quiet. I don't know if we are or not, but we're going to. Oh, yeah. It's, with, been, it's been like this we're gonna, before. We're going to mess with stuff and see if we have it a little up higher. Anyway, oh, well, nice. Um, hopefully it's working. So this week, um, uh, this is like the week the movies died among. Yeah. A long time that movies died, they, we got spoiled,
1: man. We went to see Tenet, we went to see the New Mutants, we were back in the theaters, and then yeah. you and started then, messaging uh,
0: me, and you're like, Look, I mean, there's nothing. What are we going to do? Yeah. We're going to see ET so, again? You know? Right. So now, um, since we were last <laughs> here, uh, everything else that was going to come out gone. Ever. It's done. It's, I'm <laughs> it so is, bummed. I've been hanging gone. on to get to the next month where and, I could start and, you seeing know, things. The thing that's weird now. I'm, I'm uh, bad. So one I thought, you know, was slightly interesting was even like the Pixar uh, movie, yeah. right, is now it's just going to go to Disney Plus right. um, instead of going to theaters. And they're like, ah, we're not even pushing it back. Right. It's just, like, <laughs> just let it go. Just forget <laughs> it, right? right? But you know what I thought was, it, what, what was stranger now anyway, yeah. I mean, it's strange in a world of strange, right? But what was stranger now is that Everything that got pushed back within the last week, week and a half, whatever. Like yeah. we got, uh, you know, James Bond movie. Yeah, next year. And uh, Dune. Yeah, Wonder Woman. And yeah, Wonder Woman was well, like still... back and forth still. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, I don't know that they haven't made a. We're not a up final to the thing. minute. Yeah. On right. this, but they haven't really. It's just pushed back in limbo. That's what I heard. It's not like a certain day. At least yeah. that's what that's what I the, the information I, I have right now. But anyway, everything, you know, stuff used to get pushed back and, you know, Tenet obviously was sort of leading the charge here because everyone figured that's the next big huge thing. And so yeah. whatever. But things would get pushed back and go, All right, couple months. Yeah. All right, three months. We'll so see. So Dune, they're like, All right, we're gonna push Dune back. How far? Uh a year. God, what? that bums me out a like no year, reason, right? Why does it have to be a year? We're guaranteed. What about like the beginning of summer at least, or how about just you know, an Oscar March, screener or whatever? Let's right? do the screeners. It's you know? like forever, yeah. and uh, and the same with uh, James Bond is now yeah. summer next yeah, year, next summer. But now it's like, come <clears throat> l- on, like we just don't like winter at all. Right, like, right. <laughs> yep. like ev- now everything gets pushed back by a whole year. So, uh, so nothing is coming out in the near future. Look, somebody <laughs> somebody has to show
1: them and remind them that Black Panther opened in like February, right? And killed, and it was, and somebody who's going to be the Black Panther, not because Chad, yeah, Boseman Bozeman said, but who's yeah, going to take that chance? Uh,
0: nobody is. There's uh, no theater to see it in. <laughs> nobody see. I th- here's what I think is no, man, uh, part of the problem too, and. And, you know, it's nothing is being helped by the current box office, right? right. Because, right. you know, there's all the, you know, everyone's going, hey, open everything up. Yeah. Or, you know, some people are. A couple are, people anyway. are, yeah. Right. Uh, some people <laughs> and politicians or whatever yeah. are like, hey, open it, open things up. And so now the movie theaters are like, all right, we'll, so we'll sort of open up. So uh, this week at the box office, Tenet made $2.7 million. Which is like the lowest low thing of anything in theaters in normal times already, right? Right. That would be, you would be the very bottom of the, the, (laughs) you would be the (laughs) very bottom. And it only beat Hocus Pocus (laughs) by
1: $800,000. Which by the way, when you said we could see Hocus Pocus, and I know you were being a bit facetious, at least I hope. I just turned the TV on and it was on Right, like, I don't, I can watch Hocus Pocus right now. We can right. do a live show. Like you got almost
0: beat by something that was on TV. Yes. Like, that's right. what I'm trying to tell you. Tenet, like, come on, man. Right. Tenant, the box office last week, Tenant got 2.7 million. Hocus Pocus got 1.9.
1: Tenant doesn't deserve that. But Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Not seven. One. No. The, the first one.
0: Like, right. Uh, the thing that was yeah. currently on TV while you were watching <laughs> it in the theater, <laughs> this is uh, a riot. I love this day. I mean, so it's just so, so the problem is now you've got all the studios going. Oh, we'll push it back a couple months, right? And then people are going, well, you push it back a couple months, Hocus Pocus still going to beat <laughs> you, right? Hocus right. Pocus still Guess on your what? ass. <laughs> like the people are people are not showing up. Yeah. So right. Okay, fine. We opened it all up. You all clamored for us to open it all up. Guess what? And then you you? didn't come to the movie theater. Right. (laughs) And then you didn't actually go to wherever and spend your money that you want everything opened up. So, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen because as time keeps going on and people keep not showing up anyway. <laughs> this is so... So now it's like, what are you going to do? Push it back to January? Right. What if in January... Guess what? No one's, no one's there showing yeah. up, right? Things are worse, you know? And, uh, and I just heard uh, yesterday, I think, that like Broadway still... It was like last night. Like Broadway is not opening until May. Like oh, wow. there's no shows on Broadway still. Wow. And that, according to whatever random... Uh, news article I was looking at is like $81 billion a year in everything that has to do with Broadway like being closed and all the money that it supposedly brings into everything. Yeah, I mean, and they just said, not May. Right. Not even like, January and you, and you heard the collective like for a little while. You
1: heard the death rattle gasp of because, hotels and uh, restaurants and well, exactly because that's and a domino everything effect, around,
0: right? That's huge. Which mm-hmm. is the next thing that people are saying about theaters because you know the theaters are the same way. You know, you yeah. go to like dinner at a movie, right? right. So the dinner is out. Yeah. If the date is out yeah. or whatever, right? right? But uh, but Broadway doing it for so long, and yeah. you know Broadway has the uh, added. Wow. you know, problem of if they open and people don't show up. Oh yeah. Now we lost That's that. a lot of That's money. Lot. Right? Yeah. We're just losing money sure. day after day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, nothing is coming out. Uh, <laughs> I get
1: it. Look, here's a, here's a very dumb segue. Uh, sidestepping, not a segue. I don't know if you remember this. This is the stupidest thing in the world to remember. Ages ago, Carson Daly was still doing total Request live. And somehow the internet decided they were all going to request like a Backstreet Boys or a new kid, a New Kids on the Block song. And this is like 15 years after, and the internet got together, and the number one requested video was New Kids on the Block. They ran it. Right. I'm waiting for like the Cannonball Run to get re-released in the theaters, right. and it's hocus pocus, Cannonball Run, Ford Fair. Hey, Ford Fairlane comes back. I'm going to the theater. Now, so now you know there are certain things I'll go see, but I'm wondering like how strange it will be to actually say. There was a week in November 2020 when Annie was number one and Ghostbusters, you know, originally was number, you know, like these weird resurgence things because I thought strongly about going to see The Empire Strikes Back when it was released, re-released in the theater. But then I thought, no, because a lot of people will go see that. I'm not going into a theater with that. I'm only going to the theater with you if we're alone or if I'm going alone. Right, right. So anyway, that was my dumb thought of just... Yeah,
0: but you know, the thing is, uh, hocus pocus got in me thinking general about that. in the movie world, right? Uh, yeah. you know, remaking stuff, yeah, is obviously hugely popular, right? Right now, you're like, I don't know, do I want to invest in a remake? <laughs> I don't think I want to do it. I that. could just put the real hocus pocus, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, so, oh, it's man. so weird. I don't know. So, anyway. anyway, nothing's coming out, and uh, you can't ever watch any movies again, right? Going forward, I think what I'm going to try to do, right, is find. Like every <laughs> tiny thing that you could watch, like whatever yeah. is getting released and like at least let people know right. about some stuff that is somewhere, even if it's, you know, yeah. the streaming things, which is like what we're doing right. this week anyway is two Netflix movies. Yeah. Uh, which I guess I have not mentioned yet, but right. so we've got the Nola Holmes. Yep. Um, Millie Bobby came out, And uh, Hubie Halloween Hubie just came Halloween. out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the new Adam Sandler movie. So, you know, that's what there is to cover, right? So, theoretically, still coming out though on the 16th is Honest Thief with Liam Neeson. Yeah. That's like the biggest title. Right. That's still surviving. That's the water. biggest title you're going to see for a while. And, yeah. uh, and it's kind of, they can't push it back now. Right. right? It's like it's that. That's <laughs> it's, that. Um, but, it's at least got Liam Neeson yeah. and a fair budget. Sure. It doesn't look that bad either. Have no, you seen it doesn't. the trailers? Yeah, bad? it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look too bad. And it's such a goofy oh thing. And yeah. yet, you know, I was watching the trailer going, all right. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know. I had a dumb, I'm sorry again. This is how no. I am all day, I guess. I had a dumb, dumb, dumb moment where I almost texted you. I saw the trailer for Fat Man last night. And I just stumbled on it by accident because I went looking for the uh, Fincher, Mank trailer because it, it right, just right. came out and I watched that and I was like, okay, I love David Fincher, so this will be fun. And then right below it or next to it, it was like, want to see the new Fat Man trailer? And I thought, yeah, because I kept thinking like Kevin Smith Fat Man, like, and I'm <laughs> like, no. And it's, and it was, it's Mel Gibson playing Santa Claus, right? And. Walton Goggins, who I will Except watch that in it's anything. It, it, the insane Santa this is was, this is like rough whatever, Santa. This right. is not bad Santa. This is just like lethal Santa. And I watch that trailer, and I'm like, if that was on right now, my night's done. I'm watching <laughs> Fat Man. I, it's not. It doesn't look that great. It just looks like that itch I want. Right. Like <laughs> that late '80s, early '90s, mindlessly dumb, very viscerally bloody the Last Boy it's Scout like kind of humor, like that's what work, I right? want, and I'm looking for it. I don't know when it's coming out, but man, I'm on Fat Man. <laughs> that's I'm is. so solid on that because it's just it is what it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Liam Neeson one, when I saw that trailer, too, I went, that doesn't look bad, no, that uh, that looks like a fun Liam Neeson film, yeah, like that's gonna be a good time.
0: And uh, so then, other than that, right, um, on the 23rd, uh, so far. Okay. <laughs> Still coming out is yeah. uh there's the new Borat movie. Yeah. That's coming out. And uh there's a movie called Friends Giving. Yeah. Which uh, actually doesn't look bad. Right. Um up. and it's got a bunch of, you know, big name it's it's sure. got big name ish people, yeah, whatever, and right. big name people, whatever. Like yeah. you'll know <laughs> these people. Yeah. And uh and it looks kind of fun. And you know, it's it's interesting because uh maybe it's interesting anyway. But like Thanksgiving movies, yeah, right. Always, you know. It's not even that they get a bad rap, but they get ignored, <laughs> they right? Do. If a movie comes out and the theory of the movie is that it's Thanksgiving, yeah, like no one cares, right? Like you could have anyone in it; it, right. it doesn't matter. And uh, and the thing that's weird about it is I don't think I've ever seen a Thanksgiving movie that I didn't like, right? Like. <laughs> right I, like i like me them too. all me too anybody who puts forth the effort of going you know what yeah. thanksgiving sure they right. generally do Here a good go. job with it yeah. right um it rem <laughs> and you know one of my favorites and it's so weird it's such a like crazy movie is a katie holmes movie um and i can't even remember the name of it off the top of my head uh since that's just popped into my head but it's um I wanted to say the gift, but that was because I'm thinking of Halloween. No, and I, know no, I don't. No, I and don't. I don't remember, but gift, it's but... Uh, Katie Holmes, and it's uh, and it's really good. Yeah, and um, you know, it's just uh, it, it's funny because they're the only Thanksgiving movie that you can have, right? There's like one genre of right. Thanksgiving, and it's all. Uh, I hate my family dysfunctional but I'm like family we have to them get them or together like that. I'm learning somebody's dying someone <laughs> right. got divorced someone That's got That's like married. the only version of yeah. Thanksgiving movie that yeah. is There's no Thanksgiving <laughs> movie where it's so just sad. like happy family They should
1: always be so sad and miserable nobody's happy at these Thanksgiving <laughs> right.
0: films somebody right. fights someone breaks up there's a divorce there's a miscarriage it's like if you you were know. coming from another planet Yeah and all you had was <laughs> Thanksgiving movies you'd be like why that? Why is that a thing? Anyone yeah. does? Why? Yeah. Do you, yeah. <laughs> why do they have any I don't sort know. of celebration? It's a riot. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, Friendsgiving. Yeah, and then um, okay. So we covered like Dune and uh, yeah. Soul and everything. So I did want to just uh, throw out that uh, in case you need something else to watch, there is actually a lot of stuff to watch. There's right so now. much stuff to watch. Uh, there's tons of like Man. great TV happening right there's now. There's also. It's, it's like uh, everyone yeah. on TV was like, "Get it out now, get it out!" Right, no joke. <laughs> this is the time. Um, but two re- two things that have like stuck with me recently that okay. are awesome is uh, Utopia. Yeah, everybody's loving and uh, the new season of Fargo. Yeah, are both awesome. Uh, both of them are worth watching. Utopia is super weird, right? Um, so you have to know Be ready that for that going, going in, in, right? right. It's. <laughs> It's not something you want to, you know, just blindly recommend to everyone. <laughs> Sit down with the family who you don't know anything <laughs> yeah. about their taste or right. whatever. Yeah, because it is a super bonkers thing. But uh, have you watched any of that? I'm it's, about to. The, I'm about to start. So the whole no, I haven't seen the any premise yet. of the show is uh, <laughs> and and the other thing about it is that the first episode yeah is like doubly weird, right? Because it's a it's a bonkers storyline. And we have to do like a lot of establishing stuff, and, right? And letting you know where we are and what's going on. So it's really like you better pay attention, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> right. Like, don't be this is not doing your the socks dishes, if, right? Yeah. You're Watching this. yeah. Uh, because it's just it's weird. And like, seriously, if you just fast forward like five minutes, you're completely you're lost. <laughs> and there's, um, but it the show is about um, this weird comic book is like the start of it, right? Yeah. And uh, so there's this comic book and it's basically like this weird underground, uh, like it's not a comic book that was like released or something. It's like (coughs) a secret comic book or whatever. I I don't know what the exact story is um, as far as the history of the comic book, but it's just this underground comic book that um, these, you know, weirdos, right, have decided uh predicted all this stuff. It's like a really old right. comic book, right? But and then if you like look back now, it's like the comic book predicted all these things that really happened, right? Yeah. And some people in the in the show, right? They buy this house or like their grandma dies or something and they find shit in the attic stuff, or whatever the yeah. thing. And uh, and they find like the sequel to the comic book, right? And it's just like in crap and her Just attic, stuff yeah right and yeah. so they go to uh like they're gonna sell it at auction or something right and so they go to some you know go- like the goofiest of comic cons I yeah mean, they right. go to like some right. tiny one or something <laughs> i guess it's supposed to be like a halfway decent one but they don't go to like they're not at you know comic con right it's right? not san diego or near um yeah. so anyway and uh and then it becomes this whole conspiracy craziness and then it's like everyone who reads it like dies right and whatever a little and bit and of the all, rain going on And it is but it's awesome And yeah. rain Wilson is in it and he is. He's great, yeah. He needs to be on... He should be on like four shows. Right. He's he He's absolutely underacting like right now, yeah. Yeah, he should have like a ton of shows. And the one show <laughs> that he had not too long ago where he was like the crazy detective and it only lasted like a season. I thought that looked good. That was a robbery. That show yeah. was awesome. Anyway. I, I just saw an interview
1: with John Cusack talking about Utopia, and he's like, man, I it blew my mind. Right. He's like, it was so much fun. When you read something like this, you can't wait to jump... And say, yeah, put me in this. I don't care where. Right. Like, just get me in the door. I want to do something with you because this is fun.
0: Yeah. It's it's like crazy, crazy awesome. Uh, yeah, there's a
1: bunch of stuff out.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, so a bunch of uh, new stuff and like, you know, the new season of The Walking Dead and the this Sunday is the new season of Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. And last Sunday was uh, the new spinoff of, of the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. Which is apparently, um, if you didn't watch it, it's like the Walking it. Dead, a random group of teens. Okay, like, sure. We need to see W Dead. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it centers around uh, this whole other place, yeah. right? Which um, they have like everything, like they're fine, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're in like a whole other level, right? And they have, like, some sort of contact with the weird, mysterious helicopter people that you yeah, see in, like, see. the real one or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, this group of, like, teenagers, like, escape to go find out where the helicopter people come from or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it ends there it goes. Like the end of the first episode is basically like it started. Like the right. first episode really should be like the first five minutes of the actual first episode, but right. it's not. Right. Right. <laughs> they make it a whole
1: episode. I just saw I just saw a preview comic books and The Walking Dead. I just saw a preview for Robert Kirkman's new series, Invincible, the animated one that's oh, yeah, going yeah, on yeah, Amazon, yeah. I guess. Right. And that looks I mean it looks it like looks exactly what it is. Yeah. It's an animated series of Kirkman's stuff and it'll be Violent and interesting, and but that's weird. That I was just thinking of that too when you were like The Walking Dead. I mean, The Walking Dead is canceled, but now there's 60 different iterations of it everywhere, right? Like, right. it's so weird, right. but
0: all right. Uh, anyway, okay, so getting on to the movies, I think we will yeah. do uh, Hubie Halloween first. You can't wait um, Look at because June. I hate it, Hubie. and it will be fast. Oh, god, come on. <laughs> come oh. on. So this one just came out on Netflix yesterday. It's Adam Sandler. You didn't have time to hate it. It's Adam Sandler and like everyone else, basically. It's you know like, what's funny, it's you just Adam said Fargo Sandler, everybody
1: but everybody but Chris Rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. basically it's everybody that he's ever worked with almost entirely right. back, except and I guess Chris Rock was doing Fargo or it's he was a, doing something, but
0: right. And uh, yeah, so it's Adam Sandler and basically everyone that Adam Sandler knows. Everybody, man, this is a riot, (laughs) and has ever like worked with before. Whatever, Uh, everyone has some kind of bit part in it. Maya Rudolph is in it, you know, for like Meadows, You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, and all of them, or at least the vast majority of them, right? Yeah, it's funny to watch this movie, um, being like really like critical. Yeah person who watches movies with yeah. kind of a different eye than just your average, and you know, thinking about other things. Uh, because this movie didn't get, like, 20 minutes before I was, like, bored to tears, right? <laughs> there are a few parts in it that are at least mildly funny. Yeah. But uh, where this movie, like, completely lost me is I'm so sick of Adam Sandler being this character that, like, I yeah. never want to see him do anything that is anywhere remotely close to this character again right. like ever right um but he's going to and that will be big fun and that'll be another movie that Netflix will pay for but like right. this character of you know he's just this like doofus guy who is you know to some degree or another mentally challenged a bit And then hilarity ensues, or whatever. But just this character and like this exact voice that he's yeah, this is the water boy. God, it drives me nuts. Yeah, I just don't want to see that anymore. I mean, you know, it was fine at one point 20 years (laughs) ago, right? Like, but now we're just doing it again and again and again. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, so you, you know, I just start. I got like 20 minutes into this movie and I was like, oh, so this is like a vacation movie, right? right. This is just, he has a bunch of friends that can have a paid <laughs> holiday right? and be in this movie. And then, I, you know, then you start watching the movie and thinking about it slightly differently, right? And going, yeah. Tim Meadows was uh, on set for two and a half hours. Right. Maya Rudolph showed up to do her part for like maybe three hours, you know, whatever. Like all of these people are in this movie and you just dissect this movie into like the production schedule. Right, yeah. And you're like... I don't "Uh, even know if Ray Liotta was supposed to be here, uh, (laughs) but there he is, let's get him. Right, he's next door on a different set. You're like, fine. And uh, Steve Buscemi is like... uh, There are some parts in this movie where, uh, you know, Steve Buscemi like... Didn't change his clothes when he was supposed to, and they were like, "Whatever, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> just do it." <laughs> like, there's more. are still scene wearing the clothes from when you were over d- doing this I don't part think you're making like, a joke. You know, I generally, I know the one scene
1: where I looked at that and I went, "I think he's supposed to look different," but whatever. <laughs> right. Like, I'm. That's funny.
0: Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I gave this movie uh, a very like generous two. I had I wrote down
1: two for because, you because I don't have to uh, change anything. I knew where you'd
0: be. Yeah, you know, for a movie to watch on Netflix yeah. that's kind of silly, this is like a movie where if you can be okay with this movie, yeah, then you're going to go, ah, whatever, it's kind of fun. Right. And, right. and everything will be fine, and no one got hurt sure. during the making right. of the movie. Right. But most of it is awful, and some <laughs> of it that's supposed to be funny... It just makes me think that, you know, I think we're not quite... One of the things that I can say makes me a little bit more okay with most Adam Sandler things. Yeah. Um, because, you know, anything he does that's, like, serious or, right. or fairly decent attempt at comedy, I really like him. Yeah. But then he also does all these, like, really stupid things. Right. And the And <laughs> the one reason he gets a pass on most of those things, even if I don't like them is that the humor is not calling you stupid. It's just stupid. It's just dumb dumb stuff. But it's not really maliciously going, you're so stupid that you'll think this is funny, right? Yeah. But this one's close. Oh, look at you. (laughs) There are are parts of this one where it's a little close because some of it is just so dumb that it's not even like here's here's like a funny silly idea let's do this it's like really like another level some of it is some of it's hard to
1: there's well look i don't want to step on your toes on this but there's a there's a few things going on here and some of it is almost more fun to puzzle out than actually watching the film god bless you for getting 20 minutes in i was about four Right. And I almost texted you again because <laughs> I started. Because I, no. when you were like, when I'm like, I'm, I'm going to watch it last night, you know, I'm going to tell, I'm telling you, I'll have it ready. I'm watching it and you're responsive, like, have fun. Right. And I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> and then I sent something back and then that was it. And I thought, I should just text him all movie. Like, if this is what he's going <laughs> to do to me, i going to make him
0: listen <laughs> to me complain about
1: I had it. A bunch of, I had a bunch of weird thoughts about the film, um, but I don't disagree with just about anything you said. You know, when Adam Sandler does more mature things, I'm on board. Even when he does immature things that are a degree of maturity beyond this, I'm on board. Right. The grown-up films are just stupid. Yeah. But they're just stupid in the same way that, like, John Candy and Dan Aykroyd's Great Outdoors are stupid. Like, I'll swallow those all day because they're right. fun. And they're supposed to be what they are. I, I have a soft spot for the three and a half I'm going to give this film. And that was very gracious. But I understand something that's happening with the film too. Like, even though it's all confusing, the film's PG-13, but I don't think it's built for 13 or above people. I strangely think that this is for people who aren't PG-13, but see a film... Ahead of their pay scale Like ahead of their rating scale When you're when you're 9 or 10 You eventually see an R-rated film by accident Or your family just takes you to the drive-in Or you see a film with an uncle Or they leave you home Like whatever You see a film And it opens up your mind I'm not saying this will open up your mind But I actually think Even though it's subject matter is PG-13 I think it's designed for the 9 or 10 year old Who gets a taste of a film like this And then it opens them up to other things Right We've grown up with Adam Sandler. I mean, I remember him on remote control with Chuck Oberman and Kerry werer and then Saturday Night Live and on and on. But if nobody's ever seen the water boy, this is their water boy. Right. This might be terribly right. hilarious. For us, who has seen it, 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 to review something like this feels sadistic because I don't want to punch at it because <laughs> right. it, it didn't even put up a fight. Right. It rolled over and it's just letting me pin it down and I'm like... So do I hit you? Do I spit on you? Do I just, like, what do I do? And then you lose interest and you're like, you're no fun. There are a couple moments in there that had me chuckle. One I kind of forced, one it earned, kind of late in the film. And I was a little surprised it got that. The film is elevated anytime there's a cameo because the cameos seem to put past something that Sandler and this eternal man-child can't do anymore. Right. You know, and, and to be quite honest, the weed your family loved a film recently that I was more tepid on. I didn't hate it, but Eurovision. You know, yeah. Eurovision to me, when I saw when I saw the first, and the first scene opens up, and then um, Will Ferrell is doing like this crazy, goofy music video, and it's really close up on him, and I'm like, you are officially 17 to 20 years too old to play this role anymore. Like, you shouldn't be doing these. It's not Elf. It's just, you Adam Sandler should stop doing these movies though he should continue to do grown-ups all he wants but i wonder how much of this movie got influenced by how successful the film was the films were and how much fun he had doing hotel transylvania right cuz i got to tell you this is this is if somebody said you're going to watch a really great halloween film with adam sandler as the star and you're going to love it and i'd be like really? Is it Hubie? And they're like, no, it's Hotel Transylvania. You know, those films are so light and breezy and fun and enjoyable in a way that this, it's not that it fails. It never even tries to do what those films do when those are more Pixar-like child jokes, but we got adult jokes right on top of it and you got to be mature enough to know what that joke is. This is constantly just going for the, well, duh, you know, joke and it's nailing it but I'm not there for it. Right. So again, in a weird way, it reminds me of Bill and Ted Face the Music where I feel like this film actually is 100% sincere and just trying to entertain people and just have a bunch of friends over and it just turns out like they didn't go anywhere like it's not in Fiji. Like right, this is right, some right. town. Like I mean they just got together and was like let's just do some fun. And it's really hard to take a swing at that, even though we both have swung at it. Like, I would be very happy to never see Adam Sandler do the Billy Madison stuff again, because I've got that stuff to go back to, and it works way better than this. But I, I'm not really sure who this film was for, except I know it wasn't for me. Except like yeah, I, you, know? you know. So that's like where I'm eleven or at with twelve it. year olds. Yeah, I think I'll it might give be great. you they'd probably I don't if, think it's gonna be their best film, you know, but I if, think they'll have a lot of fun. If with I'm them.
0: rating but, it for eleven or twelve year olds, I'm I'd probably give sevens. it a give it a lot higher yeah, rating. Right? right. But uh but I think that really this movie just comes down to, you know, like you you know, nailed it. The the point of this movie is that it's fun for Adam Sandler to make. Yeah. Like him and, and he can uh, employ and his, his friends. friends. Yeah. Right. And uh, and everyone who is uh, I mean it's it, it's almost hard to say that they're like cameo roles because they're like right. a little longer it's than longer. that. Yeah, you're right. But they're not actually people they're not in the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean still they're still there not enough yeah. you know for whatever. But like Maya Rudolph is awesome. She's great. She elevates in everything. the movie, even though it's horrible, right? Yeah. But she has this part where her and Tim Meadows are going back and forth yeah. about whether or not anyone is turned on, right? Or something. Yeah. And that whole part yeah. is great. It's right? great. It is great. <laughs> but it's great kind of because it's not actually in this movie, right? Right. <laughs> it's just something that also happens while uh-huh. you're watching this movie and <laughs> yeah. like this. Totally weird way. Yeah. But the whole movie just is really like Adam Sandler is like, I don't know, this is this is fun for me to do. Right. And so I'm going to do gonna it, do make it. a movie or whatever. Right. And then I get to, you know have this like bike riding Dodge stunts <laughs> all the time yeah. where people are always throwing stuff at me. And then I, you know, I want to do one of those scenes where, you know, you look at the girl and then your bike runs into a car and you go, right. look, like, I haven't done one of those yet. And that's like a thing. So right. I've got like a bucket list of yeah. shit to be in during movies that <laughs> right. I'm going to check this off of. And that's all it is. It's just like, right. it's just him going, look, man, I want to, I want to do this movie and, and have it be goofy in all these different ways. I want to like yell at a dog who I think is a werewolf. (laughs) Like, like there's just this weird list he's got going. (laughs) I want to mistake a dog for a werewolf and start talking to it and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, but for anyone who's not 11 or 12, right. And not uh, watching it with an 11 or 12 year old. Like. Right. I don't know what you're going to get out of this apart from yeah. kind of the fun of like seeing Steve, Steve Buscemi do like a weird character that yeah. makes no sense for him to be doing just because right. he's like, I mean, I'm not doing anything else before lunch. <laughs> come by. So what do you <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm free till like two. So right. what could I be in? And then, you, you know, whatever. But yeah. it's fun to see some of these people in weird. Weird roles that, you know, don't make sense for them, kind of. And, and, you know, I think for some of them, too, it's like, I don't know, this is like a kid thing and it's fun and it's funny. So we'll do it, whatever it takes, like maybe two days at the most. So fine. We'll be in that. We'll do that.
1: And I feel like that's where Kenan
0: comes in. But, you know, man, it does not. Uh, yeah, he was on. He was great. He was on set for like an hour, right. maybe. Tops. When when like Sandler he, comes, he films like three things. When, and that's
1: it. When Sandler keeps when they do the scene where Kevin James is like the cop and Sandler keeps busting in to complain about toilet paper and right. somebody speeding, that And all stuff these things is actually funny. when he comes by right. and he's in costume and he goes, "I just didn't recognize him." Like <laughs> that got me cracking up. Right. Like because I'm just like you, you genuinely like you said it too. Like it's not calling you stupid. It's just dumb. Right. And is it dumb because I'm old enough to it's know it's just dumb. not funny enough? It's so. just it's just dumb. like if you had like, like that okay. is the thing. You know,
0: I feel like we say this uh, a lot, but like we, you know, you find like a part even in like a really bad movie, yeah. right? Like that part where they do that whole thing, and he comes in like ten different times in different costumes because he's got to sneak past, to right. actually yeah. get to Kevin James and all this stuff. He's got to, yeah. you know, whatever if the whole movie had been like that, we'd have a pretty good movie. That would be like a good time. That part of it is actually really good. Yeah. But most of it is just, you know, Adam Sandler just like throwing stuff at the wall and nothing is sticking and whatever, just random idea of the day is like what I'll do. Like, uh, you know, like it's so built in this weird kind of, uh, you know, for like six months he would, jot down a note every once in a while. Right. Well, he rides a bike and he's got this thermos and yeah, you know right. whatever and then like we just cobbled this together real quick and said <laughs> right. let's have fun. Yeah. And that works enough to, you know, not really be horrible, but right. it's just it doesn't add up to enough that's funny enough to keep you right not you know, trying to make sure. like a chart of the production schedule. I just like I, I, I
1: part of me wanted to come in and just be like, I, look, I, I am gonna tell you what's wrong with you. This is an eight. And then just see you look at me like, <laughs> what have you done? Like, are you feverish for real? Like uh you know, somebody out there is gonna have a fun time with it. And I didn't have a miserable time with it, but as a review it's yeah. not that solid. It just doesn't quite. Uh, and if you and if I'm telling somebody like my girlfriend, she she saw me watching a part of it. And she's like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "It's not Hotel Transylvania." to tell you. <laughs> you know. And then later, I'm like, you know, she's like, "Was that any good?" And I went, "If I'm going to tell you to watch a Halloween Sandler film, it's going to be Hotel Transylvania one, two, or three. Like this is just the fourth option. Right. And it will never be any better than that.
0: So. All right. Uh, so everyone, check that out on Netflix. Uh, anyway, yeah. though, because uh, you have nothing better to you got, do. What else are you doing? Yeah. Right. What else you got, are you uh, doing? Not a thing. You got nothing. All right. No uh, Anola Holmes. Now, so this one is uh, getting to like two, two and a half weeks or something like that. This has been out. Yeah, for this has been out for a, a little bit. This has been out for a little bit. Um, and uh, it's Millie Bobby Brown. And uh, what's his name? Superman. Henry Cavill. Yeah, he is Sherlock Holmes. He is Sherlock Holmes. And got... uh, the subject of a lawsuit, actually, about to, this is a, the movie has been sued. It's an interesting <laughs> lawsuit too. It's very strange. But then you know, I, I don't know if I'd go all the way to interesting. But I, I got it's a lawsuit, and yeah. it's uh, it's an unusual lawsuit. It's a very That's unusual sure, lawsuit. Right. Uh, so and and why not bring that up? Sure, uh, <laughs> it's part of it. So the uh, the movie's being sued because uh, in the movie Sherlock Holmes uh, displays emotion, emotion, kindness, too. and uh, kindness, an uh, uh, open heartedness. And he and Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the story goes, or yeah. so our lawsuit wants to say, yeah. uh, he does not do that in any of the works that are part of the public domain. Right. So, which is also interesting in a crazy way because, uh, you know, you're free to make any Sherlock Holmes movie you want. Yep. yep. <laughs> because... With anything. It's in the public domain. Yep. Uh, and the only caveat to that is if your Sherlock Holmes does something that he only does... Right. In the books that are not part of the public domain, right. but the character at large and his general, you yeah. know, whatever, you know, obviously because uh, Sherlock Holmes movie comes out like every six months, yeah. um, <laughs> right? But now we're having a lawsuit because yeah. he displays emotion.
1: And it's and it's and the he kindness doesn't do that. It's weird cuz I remember <laughs> the first time I thought those people are kind of oddly grasping at stuff cuz Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock series was pretty strong. Right. But when we watched Ian McKellen in Mr. Holmes, that's the first time I heard right. of the don- the Conan Doyle estate suing. Right. And they sued because retirement was a thing that happens in the last few books that Doyle wrote. And he only, the, the estate only has control over the last like 10 volumes. And there's all these other things, like you said, they're in public domain. And in the last 10 volumes, Conan Doyle decided to maybe go a different route and humanize him more instead of just making him the brain with no heart. Let's make him a little bit warmer. Right. And because of the kindness that Sherlock Holmes shows, they feel like they can patent that. Right. <laughs> right. And a nice, thoughtful Sherlock Holmes is apparently infringing on copyright. Right.
0: So Right. Like if uh, you make you a Sherlock Holmes movie and he bumps into somebody right. and says, like, excuse Pardon me. Pardon me. Yeah. No, then you're <laughs> 200,000. You're, you're, you're done. You're done. Anyway. All so right. Anyway. So uh, Enola Holmes is uh, Sherlock's younger sister, right? Yep. non canonical uh, sister, but yeah. And also the interesting thing... Um, about this and who knows about suing and doing stuff like that but yeah. you know I sort of wondered if uh, they might get into some Mycroft territory because yeah. uh, because he doesn't do much until like you know later right type yeah things yep. And yet, in this one, like he's all like, if he oh, he's, if anyone was going to do something sure. that you're not allowed to do, I would have thought it would be, it would him, be him, right? Because right. he's uh, he's like a big old part of this, yeah. and uh, he's really a jackass. Yeah, in this movie, he's the Holmes you expect that both of them. Uh, are, so you know? anyway, uh, so this story covers uh, you know her uh, yeah. and her mother is uh, Helena Bottom Carter, right? And. And they live their whole life in this weird, reclusive, you know, staying in <laughs> in this estate. And that's where, like, she spends her whole life, like, just with right. her mother. And then suddenly mom disappears. Right. And now, you know, hilarity ensues. People right. try to figure out what happened to mom. Now Sherlock and Mycroft right. they uh, come show home. up right. because their sister's there and mom has disappeared and now we have to find out what happened to her and what other plots ensue. Right, And these are... And, you know, the real trick with suing the movie is that, I mean, these are based on books. Right. Right? So you have to sue the book first, don't you? Or something like the book. Whatever they... Whatever the movie did, like the book already did it, and you didn't sue the book. Yeah. And and not only that, but it's like a series of books. I yeah. mean, there's at least a few of them. Yeah. I don't know if there's a ton of them, but I know there's at least three or four or something of these books. How did we get away with not suing them? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and... And if you watch the movie and you are a fan of the Robert Downey Jr. movies. Yeah, the Guy Richie stuff. They are kind of similar. This is in, in that universe. In general, like... Yeah, aesthetic. ...attitude of what we're doing, kind yeah. of. And she, you know, keeps talking to the screen. She keeps talking to the audience yeah, right. and stuff. And, you know, just like uh, Robert Downey Jr. did every once in a while in the movies. Yeah. And there's, like, this whole, like, kind of you know, weird kinetic fighting thing. I was going just gonna I'm glad you said so. it. I was gonna bring it up. Yeah. Um so they have like a very similar feel, except yep. that, you know, she's a young girl. Right. And and the whole thing. Uh I gave this movie uh eight and a half. Yeah. I really liked it. And uh the only reason I don't give it even higher yeah. is um I feel like, you know, it's a very elusive reason, actually, that I don't give oh, it even more yeah. because, uh, because I really loved it. Yep. And uh, everyone in my family loved it. And not only do I just really love the movie, but uh, one of the most awesome things that I want to make sure that I, I don't forget to say about this whole story is that nobody actually ever helps her. And I love that. Even when the guy comes and helps her. Yeah, she she's mostly he, on her she own. still really did it, and yeah. he's just <laughs> like kind of you know Watsoning or whatever. Yeah, like right. She, like it's still right. like her plan. Yep, she still affected everything. She just needs another set of hands. Right, but that's not like you know rescuing her or helping her or whatever. Yeah, right. Like she just does everything and get and somehow manages to get through. And even when like Sherlock comes and kind of helps her he still doesn't help her. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and he, and w- what I thought is awesome about that is that he is kind of, uh, like he usually is. He's not that nice. He's right. Only a little bit nice. Right. Right. Uh, he is kind of like going, ugh, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> uh, but he still kind of is like, e- uh, you know, I'll do this. You can figure it out. Right. Like, right.
1: He trusts her to be able to do this instead of leads her to... Yeah, right. Absolutely. And uh, I thought that whole
0: aspect of it was great. But she is, I thought, great in this movie. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know who the kid is. I can't remember the other guy. I can can look it up. I forget his Um, name, too. He was really good. He was good. The overall plot of everything was really good, except I didn't love the end. But my... You know, this is like going on too long now. But my very elusive reason for not giving it even higher than I did is that I felt like, you know, it. I wanted it to just trust itself a little more and be even a little more. I think really, like on a different, this is one of those uh, crazy. Like on a different day, I might give this nine and a half instead of eight and a yeah. half. But, um, you know, I I felt like it almost let me down in a way that it was trying to tell me she would not (laughs) or something like I just wanted it to be like that one more level, but it was really, I really, really liked it. Yeah. All right. So I gave it eight and a half. There we go. I was on, I was watching it on a
1: day that was like what you described. You could almost be at nine and a half. I was on the other side. I, I gave it a seven and a half and I still had a blast with it. I still thought it was really fun. I love so much of what it not only promises, but it does deliver in a lot of ways um, as well for her. And like what you said, so much of it is that it doesn't handhold her through it because she's famous from another show or she's cute or precocious. Like, she's capable. She's probably smarter than most people in the room unless her family's in the room, you know. And she demonstrates that she is certainly proficient in a lot of things. And I love the way that you see... How their mother teaches her and is really like giving her eventually. I think it's even halfway through the film. You know, she's telling us, like, so my day was like this. We would start with history and then fighting. We might have lunch and then Latin. Or, and you get the sense of, like, wow, this is how Sherlock became Sherlock, anyway. Well, or he was who he was anyway. But you understand the steps that lead up to it and that she's not. A damsel in a time of damsels. And there's so much about like the ingredients to the film. I think, and there's no reason to think it won't be successful, as a starting spot, this is fun, but not as effective as I wanted it to be. Right. And I think with sequels, it could be something, it, there's one that gets in my way of my argument, but I liken it to like the Mission Impossible films that I think have gotten only better as time has gone on. I think the second one's the up, worst one, but I up think to a certain point to a certain maybe. point. And then I think, you know, I think that being open to the film and to the series and to everything that it's trying to put forth is easy partially because Millie Bobby Brown is terribly engaging. She's yeah, she's yeah. really great. She's not too old for this part. She's absolutely perfectly believable in this part. For me, you know, there's a couple things that kind of that just it just gets in the way. The film's over 2 hours long. And it's not the length of the film. It's what they do with the time. So many of the scenes in there felt like they were missing scenes. It feels like... Okay, actually, no. The way to say my problem with the film overall is that I I never read the book. But I wonder if it's not too adherent to the book. That it threw so many things in the book, in the film. That it would have been better served by funneling and focusing on just an easier story. And... It's not that those are so egregious and so massive that I'm like, well, this subplot is absolutely just a time waste, because they all actually serve to show who she both is and is becoming. But it just feels like it's a little bit erroneous, I guess. It's not necessarily clumsy, but e- even the whole, even the whole initial premise of her mother goes missing." Okay, her mom's go- her mom goes missing, but she leaves all these clues. And right. I get that that's the focus of the film, but it doesn't make any sense to me when I'm watching the film later, unless I'm doing all the heavy work when she shows up. Yes, sorry, spoiler here, but you know, there's a heartbreaking reconciliation, and and I'm like, you weren't kidnapped, you weren't drugged and and stolen, you left and you left under the auspice of well, I know what I'm doing, but just in case you're curious, here solve this anagram, right, right, and. I I get, again, there's a bit of a Hubie Halloween problem here, which is I'm too old for that kind of film, that I don't need it to be like a Christopher Nolan film where I don't get all the answers. I actually kind of love the film that it sets out to do, but I also am just like, when you look at it kind of close, it starts to unravel in ways it shouldn't if it was just a little bit more focused. I'm not terribly wowed by the small mini biographical tidbit you get when you're introduced to one character that becomes the linchpin to solving their mystery later. Right,
0: right.
1: Like <laughs> I, I get it. And that stuff works way better in a book, but in a movie, I, I feel like it should be a little bit more streamlined or a little bit more focused. And even then I didn't take much off for it because she's so engaging the characters without Henry Cavill, who I think, is a horrible Sherlock Holmes, but I just, you know, (laughs) it's not about his emotional side to Sherlock Holmes. It's about the fact that Sherlock Holmes never looked like he could bench press a gorilla. And, you know, Henry Cavill can't put his arms over his head. He's so jacked. I like Henry Cavill a lot, but this is not the role for him. Everybody else is perfectly cast. Even, even, um, uh, Louis, Louis Partridge, who is basically looks like a, you know, a. (laughs) <laughs> a London boy band member just waiting for everyone else to show up like he's so great but even when he shows up and he's always in danger and Enola has to keep saving him like I you I, know also rambling way that I'm about to end it reminds me of Black Panther which is I had a blast with the movie but it's not for me right. like there's an aspect of this that if I had a, a, a young daughter I'd be like well here's a great pseudo-feminist prototype to start watching because she doesn't need men to save her. Men actually only get in the way. They're always trying to send her to finishing school, which is a great subplot in this. This is a fantastic subplot. And Finola is perfectly cast as the headmistress, uh, the headmaster of that place. But she's perfectly capable of finding these these things out. And she probably would have found her mother very quickly if everyone had just gotten out of the way. I love that stuff very much, that she's not even there's no easy way to say this, but she's not even like sexualized, not because she's just a kid, but there's no like lingering, like sexuality to her. Like she is kind of like how Patty Jenkins did Wonder Woman. Like there's no lingering butt shots or bustier things. Like she's just, I'm a hero and get out of my way and let right. me do it. And that's great to see. And I can't wait to see more of it, but that's why I was at seven and a half.
0: Yeah. So I, th- I yeah. So I think that um, a lot of it, that you know goes to some degree or another wrong uh when you're trying to find out what's what's wrong with it i think it does kind of connect to the book even though i haven't read the book I've either right but um a lot of this stuff makes more sense in a book yeah and the, the movie version it's not even necessarily that it's too bad or it's uh, this is like a real serious problem but maybe we're just looking at it too long. Like maybe, yeah. Like some of these, some of the uh, things we're doing, it, the scene is like twice as long as it should be. Yeah. Like, okay, we have to do this, so just do it, and then don't make us keep staring at it or right. something. And then another part of the problem that I had, um, you know, in a movie like this, in, in any movie where you've got Sherlock Holmes yeah and even if this is only you know not directly Sherlock Holmes but if we're in Sherlock Holmes's world right. and we've got his you know younger sister and Jim sure. or whatever yeah I don't want to have any eye roll moments of stuff that happens you know like right. when people get shot and it's like oh but wait, I'm saved or whatever I, yeah. got, I don't that's not Sherlock Holmes right, right? right. I, I don't want to be in that space of yeah. stuff happening. Even though, at, when it happens at the very end, right? Um, yeah. it was kind of awesome. It right? was kind of <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was kind of awesome that like uh, it was to watch Enola like lose it. Yeah, and <laughs> and I, I I was surprised. Right. I didn't actually think they were going to do that. Right. And, um, so you know, it, <sighs> yeah, it was great. It was it was cool, but still, like that's not what I'm about. Right. In, in especially if. You know, when you, this isn't like uh, young Sherlock or right. Sherlock Holmes' oh, younger yeah. brother no. or some like goofy like thing yeah. or whatever. Um, anyway, but I, I, I think there was some of this, like it just could have been a half hour shorter. We yeah. just could have not had, and that's the area where sometimes, you know, Movies that are from books go wrong because it's like, well, what are we allowed to leave out? Because the fans of the books are going to show up and they want to see this scene. Fan service. When this thing happened, right? Sure. And, uh, you know, it's fine to have it, but, you know, it leads to some things that go wrong. So, my, I'm watching this movie with my daughters, right? And there's a part where, you know, Enola's like holding the door, right? And she's like, just go, just go. Yeah. And that scene should have happened really fast. Yeah and been done, right? Because it happened so long that both of my daughters are are going, she just let go and bolt out that window with, with him. him, and right. then they're both gone. Right. Like, there's nothing about the scene that you're creating here that yeah. makes it so that she has to actually get caught right. for him to escape. yeah. But if you do that, so it's, you know, again, it's like a minute, maybe, right? right? Sure. Uh, I mean, let's say it's a minute. If that whole scene is fifteen seconds, right. no one's ever going to think that, right? Because right. then you just go go, go. and then right. he bursts in, and then we don't stare back at each other ten times, yeah. like right. you know, doffing our hair and like sure. going, yeah, uh, look at me. I don't want to leave you, right? We, yeah. and, you know, whatever. Right. That need if that would have just happened faster, then boom, that whole scene is awesome, right? Yep. But the way it is, it's and there's a lot of that kind of thing, little things like that, that. goes on yeah. where <laughs> this is just. You know, I'm staring at it too long. Right. If I'm reading a book, yeah, I can then flip it doesn't pages, matter, right? right? Because I could read, yeah. you know, four or five pages of a book, yeah, of stuff that happens instantly. Right. <laughs> Not I have to keep staring at it, right? Uh, yeah, as it plays yeah, out in front of me. Anyway, so um, you know, some things like that. But still, man, I loved it. It's and fun. like you were saying, you know, if there there are other books, if there are like sequels to this. Oh, I think it's only it. going to get better. I do right? too. Because you're going to look back at what you did and go, okay, now here's how we can. Yep. I mean, theoretically, that's yeah. not that that's what normally happens in sequels. And but it's like,
1: <laughs> it's so great that not only is she, you know, she's very famous and successful from stranger things, but now she should branch out because she seems terribly talented. And I love that she's a producer. Like she's right. an exec producer. She's like, look, this might actually be a really fun thing to grow into. Right. Let her do four more entries over the next six more years and then hand it off to somebody else and have that franchise go wild I'm all in right this that, was this was that fun like it's, that that's that would entertaining. be uh,
0: this would be just the sort of thing and um you know if she can uh keep her persona the same yeah but like grow right through further movies yep then those would be like... Those are golden. All you got to do is just get a good story. And she is so like bizarrely charismatic. Really strangely
1: charismatic. Even when she does things, I took a star off because I hate almost every instance of breaking the fourth wall. And I worry that Deadpool broke it down and everyone's going to do more of it. I don't like it, even though there's only one instance where I felt like, okay, that's fine. But man, when she's ever engaging with us through the camera, I'm like, I'm there. Right. Like you have such a really natural, cause you see sometimes people forcing a charisma that seems sly and right. it is like smarmy. It's yeah. It actually yeah. comes off absolutely the opposite. And I just think she shows up, get the light on her and just run the camera and let it go. Right. And she'll do it. Like she's got that great charisma for it. So, right.
0: All right. Uh, so before we go, um, so definitely go see that. And it was awesome. Um, yeah. I saw another movie and I'm just going to like, uh, you know kind of touch on it real quick before we run out of time The Glorias oh well, how was that uh, well I'll tell you let me know <laughs> give it to uh, me so it's Julianne Moore yeah. she's Gloria Steinem and it's basically like her whole life and it is uh, called The Glorias to key you into the fact that it's a really weird movie right. okay so it's really weird because uh, we see her as a very young girl yeah We see her when she's a little bit older and uh, she's not like quite teens yet or something, but Mm -hmm. maybe just barely teens. I don't know. And then we see her a little bit later when she's like, you know, 19 to 23, who knows? And she like went to India and all that stuff. And then we see her when she's, you know, starting Ms. Magazine and she's right in the thick of like all the stuff going on. And it's weird because. We keep jumping back and forth. Yeah. And she keeps talking to the other versions of herself. Okay. Right. Like, right. so right. at one point, you have, like, uh, you know, the teen or the pretty young one, like, sitting on a bus talking to the, you know, furthest ahead in time one, yeah. talking about the ERA. Right And, you know, whatever. I mean, they just have like conversations and you have like two of the smaller ones talking to each other about yep. whether or not it passed. And then you have like, right. you know, the one in India talking with the older one about why they didn't have this reaction to something or, yeah. you know, whatever, right. why they didn't. Uh, there's one where she's like uh, riding in the cab to, uh, to, you know, go to some... Job interview, something, yeah. and uh, you know, then she, some you know, guy says some totally awful sure. thing, and she does not like say anything, right? So then she's like sitting on the bus with the older version of herself, going, How come I didn't say why anything? didn't I do or, that? Yeah, you know, whatever, right. right? It's mostly so, self dialogue. So they have, yeah, yeah, they have like all this like weird, you huh. know, stuff going on, and then she says, Well, but you will, That's and cool you will it's cool if it's done right this differently, yeah um and so it really it like runs us all through her life and so here's uh the problem with the movie uh well so i give the movie a seven it was like for me it was like perfectly seven it was maybe not quite seven even but but i still was like you're rounding "Eh, up whatever it's like seven (laughs) right yeah uh and And unless uh, you're not already a Gloria Steinem fan. Right. right? And then it's probably like a four (laughs) because (laughs) you shouldn't be watching this anyway. Because this is, for me, that's part of the problem with this movie, right? Is that this is a whole movie of like, uh, the whole point of it is just like preaching to the choir. Right. Which is boring. uh, Yeah. uh, As a movie. Change my mind.
1: Don't preach to me. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, like you already have to like her. And it was, the movie, like watching the movie felt like, first of all, everything that happens in her early life is so bonkersly like stereotypical. Yeah. And what we see is like these, you know, goofy moments. Everything that happens with her dad, um, her dad is like this kind of uh, huckster type. Flim Flam man, right. kind of snake oil, whatever, guy. Yeah. and uh, and never has money. And at a certain point early in the movie, like they have to leave town to get away from creditors right. because she grew up when you could leave town and get yeah. away from your creditors. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Like that, that's a thing. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and the good and old days. <laughs> he is great. Yeah, uh, but but everything that happens is is just so like stereotype like boiled down thing uh her you know she's on a bus in India with some women and they have like this you know moment where the guy uh comes around to sell her tea and tries to charge her way more than it's sure, worth and right. the other women all like come to her rescue and everything sure, sure. And it's like you know what if that really happened to you right. tell me about something that didn't yeah, happen to you right. like everything it's all so yeah that's it's all so horribly Boring moviness. Yeah. That it's like, if this is really what happened in your life, right? Well, that's great and yeah. weird. And uh, it's, oh, you know, make a documentary or right. something. And that's like, right. it's wild that all this stuff happened yeah. to you. But if you're going to have a movie, then lie to it's me. Sell me a something that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> amplify this. Tell, Tell me something. something that right. didn't yeah. happen to you <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or something. Learn what a metaphor because is. Because it's and do just, that. it's yeah. just so. Wow, that's too bad. It's just so like you boiled down all of her existence into like one bumper sticker moment. Yeah. And then selling me the bumper sticker moment as though that's what happened to her. Right. And maybe it is. Right. But if it is, I still don't <laughs> put it in the movie. Right. right. Uh, but yeah. then once it's Julianne Moore, yeah. then the movie's pretty interesting. Yeah. Then it's like, you know, the actual, I mean, things that she lived through is crazy. I right. Bet. Yeah. Um, and starting the magazine and leading up to starting the magazine and, you know, writing the story that it made her famous. Like there, you know, if it wasn't right. for going to Playboy, I right. mean, there would like be no, there was no, because right. she was now she's like on the map in like a huge way. Yeah. Right. Um, which got her the ability to do other things. Uh, and then, you know, just all the stuff that she did with her whole life. So, and the movie is interesting, but I really I'm watching this whole movie and everything is done pretty well and it's hard to really find fault with things except for all the faults that I sure. found with it, right? Right. Um, but as I'm watching the movie, I just was like going, you know, I'd just rather watch a documentary. Right. Like I'd rather just Take yeah. all of this trying to yeah. make Julianne Moore wear the glasses and yeah, watch right. people yeah. ride away on their Harley <laughs> in her lenses, yeah. and you right. know all this stuff that you're style over to, substance. You're right? Trying yeah. to make like like some style so that it can be a movie, right? And be right. like a biopic of some sort as opposed to a documentary. Yeah. Everything yeah. that was not documentary was boring flat it, it, yeah. it was very flat yeah. and the only thing that was you know good about it was like you know i mean it is interesting to watch sure. i want to watch the documentary and i'm sure julianne Moore's and julianne moore was like, really good right She's, and she i i gotta tell you um mm. i'm like souring on her lately yeah like the last you know five or six seven Things. years whatever yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the stuff I've seen her in, I'm kind of like, all right, I mean, she was fine. Yeah, <laughs> right? right? I mean, she was. Yeah. But she didn't like do anything I thought wowed me or anything. Yeah. But in this, she was really good. That's good. And uh, not only was she really good in it, but she was really good in something that I was not all that interested in right her being Initially. good or not being good right. or whatever it wouldn't have mattered she could have been fine right. and that would have been fine right and yet she still she was really good yeah, she had cool. and she has like some things that are actually like pretty tough to sell and she sells them pretty well without herself uh becoming too <laughs> you know like candy coated like yeah. all, all the stuff that even the bad things that happen in her childhood <laughs> yeah. are, like, basically really, you know, candy-coated Glossed versions over. of it. Yeah, and right. And, uh, yeah. and, I mean, nothing horrible happens to her. It's just that her dad is, like, a flake, and her mom has to deal with it or sure. whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and the earlier versions of her are really good, too. It's just that I'm bored watching what right. they want to show me is what happened to her. Yeah. And all the stuff, you know, so then you get through that for a while, and then you're like, you know, if if this was a documentary, I wouldn't have to see them on the bus talking to each other. Right. And I, I, can, right, I can just <laughs> get to the next plot Because point. that's not yeah. doing anything yeah. for me. I don't know. But, but I think all that said, right, um, it is really like, uh, you know, if it's a documentary, right, and you're like, okay, it's Gloria Steinem, the documentary. Right. You're not watching that unless... Y- you know, right you're coming to that, that going, that, right? look, I want to I'm interested know already. all about right. her. Right? I'm already hooked. Yeah. And so then, <laughs> when you're kind of preaching to the choir that it's okay, right? right? But when you're in a biopic, you should be in like a different place. Yeah. There should be like when you just think of any biopic that happens, right, I should be able to not even know that person very well, right? I should be able to not necessarily like that person. And still go. That movie is awesome. Right. That was right? great. That, that was a that. great movie. Yeah. And and at the end of the movie, you could go. I still don't like that person. Right. But man, that was a great. Right. I mean, I'm not yeah. that impressed with that person or whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, but uh, that was a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this one, it's like nah, you're you're yeah, really man. in the same place no as it being a documentary. Nah, anyway. Skip that then. But still, I mean, it was, uh, it, saw was it. it was pretty good. And What's anyone. It on? Is it Uh, Amazon? I'm not sure. But Uh, yeah, no, I I don't think it's on a streaming thing. Okay. I think it actually released. Yeah. It it released on like maybe the 30th.
1: Okay.
0: Did it actually play anywhere? Uh, Uh, You know, I don't know. I'm sure it played somewhere. Um, But I don't think, anyway, that it's on any streaming services at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. But. It is one of those movies, though. Uh, so you know what I can say is, if you think you will like this movie, yeah. you are probably right. right, and and you should see it. And it it you know it's a it's a decent enough movie, and it's kind of fun, and it has a lot of moments, and it's uh, it's got a lot of good actors around her that are fun to watch too. Yeah. So it's you know it's not bad. I, or, I'm not sold, or I would have given it. You a didn't two, sell me. Right? I'm not no. going to see this. No, well yeah. because you're I not, have to, you're not a glorious yeah, diamond
1: unless fan. I have to
0: uh anyway well hey it's a limited world there's only so much to see i I get it and when you get a chance to see it yeah uh, you should see it you should check it out anyway um so i have no idea what we will get around to doing next week or what we'll be able to see but like i said i am going to try try to uh put together a lot of stuff that's on a lot of different places instead of just focusing on like the one movie because uh nothing's coming and there's no hope for the future, so we're going to have to find other things. We'll
1: find something. But uh, yeah.
0: something will be released on something sure. that we will There will uh,
1: always be something. They're going to slow trickle things out like this week and last week. I mean, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, right. streaming, they're, they're going to do it, especially at the time of year we're about to slide
0: into. Right. So, so even though there's nothing to go watch, uh, thanks for tuning in. Right. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are you Screening podcast is brought to you by are and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are or are to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord.